Hello, and welcome to Half Blind Hecklers, episode 20. We did make it to 20, which was good. Great indeed. But today we're going to have a real serious talk. Because things are really bad in society, in culture, and it has to do with people just being straight up cowards. People unwilling to defend what is right because they are afraid of the consequences. First, they came for those who were against social distancing. And I did not speak out, for I was against, for I was for social distancing. Then they came for those who were against wearing masks, and I did not speak out, because I supported wearing masks. Then they came for those who refused to take the coronavirus vaccine. I again did not speak out because I was for taking the coronavirus vaccine. And then they came for me. And there was no one left to speak for me. You might recognize that story, that, that expression. It originally came from a man by the name of Martin Niemöller. He was a Lutheran minister and an early supporter of the Nazis. But it's, it's, it's an all too common take on what we're facing today. Anybody who seems to oppose the order of the mandates given to us by the government, by the mandates and the health orders, they're taken down, they're given tickets, they're told to be gone from society. But we have to stand up for those who have a difference in ideology. We have to stand for freedom of speech, for freedom of expression, for freedom of belief, and for freedom of ideology. Because if they take away those who disagree with you and you don't care, you don't give a darn, then when they come for you, nobody will defend you. I'm going to tell you right now, even if you disagree with me, I'm going to defend your right for freedom of expression and freedom of speech. I disagree with a mask mandate, but if you choose to wear a mask, I'm not all the power to you. But trying to push mandatory mask mandates by any stretch of human rights, of human decency, is abhorrent. Trying to make people mandatorily take a vaccine for coronavirus, which will probably not work based on recent antibody, antibody studies, that antibody studies for, for coronavirus don't last very long, and then you'll have to take it in mandatory intervals. They said earlier today, I think it was about 44% of the United States would take a mandatory, would take a vaccine for coronavirus. And yet our public health officials want us to take it so that they can return to normal, so they can go back. It's like, oh no, we can, we can only go back if everybody takes the vaccine. We can only go back if everybody wears the masks. We can only go back if everybody stays silent, stays masked up, and obeys blindly like a bunch of sheep. Yeah, I went there. Sheep. 
cowardly little sheep. Because you don't judge, you don't you don't take the time and go out and see, hey, like this study actually shows that this is not effective. This study actually shows what the data is. No, you don't go out and look that information up yourself. You just don't question anything. I think this was yesterday or maybe it was over the weekend. There was a story. I think it was in Seattle. And Antifa went to the home of a 70-year-old woman. And they waited on her front lawn and tried to goad her to come out. And eventually she opened the door. And on her arm was the armband of Nazism. A Nazi symbol on her her armband. Which, of course, Nazism is abhorrent. For a plethora of reasons. Just about as bad as communism. Wink, wink. But even though she had a difference of ideology, they had no right to threaten her. They had no right to be on her property. And in fact, they probably only inflamed her. They probably only made her conviction stronger. Even those who support terrible ideologies, their right and freedom to express themselves, to have difference of opinion, to have differences in ideology, must be defended. I defend the right of this woman to defend her own property and to have her own beliefs. I find her ideology abhorrent. I find her beliefs terrible. Probably I'd find her to be a bit of a despicable, deplorable, truly deplorable human being. But that does not mean I will not stand up for her rights. Because if we want to have a true, free, and just society, we stand up for everyone, no matter what they support. Unless, of course, they're inciting violence or in the process of committing a crime, they should have the freedom to say their so- to give their say. Bit of a weird way around that, yes. Just this past past few days, the mayor of L.A. I think his name is Eric Garcetti, threatened to cut off water and power and other utilities to those who are having get-togethers in Los Angeles, or having larger get-togethers or parties. Disagreeing with the mayor of Los Angeles will suddenly void your contract with the power company, and you will be out with no power, no water, left to fend for yourself, because the mayor disagrees with your ideology. What kind of petty tyranny are we experiencing today? And the really, really, really shameful part is how many people don't care. Don't care that voices are being silenced. They don't care that there's no dissenting opinion. It's all just forced through. How many people don't care that our basic rights and liberties are being stripped away because they believe it? I've had friends that are like, why do you care so much about this? This doesn't actually infringe on our rights. It's just for the greater good. 
Nothing that infringes upon human rights is for the greater good. Nothing. And anyone who takes that opinion is a coward, is a bully. And I will stand against you. And if you continue to make this stance, you will be my enemy. This is a very bold statement. If you continue to take away our rights, take away our liberties, I will be your enemy. I will stand against you. I will stand firm for human rights, for human decency, and I will stand firm against those who refuse to challenge government authority. I am shaking with rage. This is kind of how I express my rage. At the plethora, the multitudes of shivering little cowardly little cretins who refuse to take a stance and defend your fellow man because you disagree with their worldview. Because you dis disagree with what they stand for. And therefore you want to take away their voice. My city, Calgary, instituted a mandatory mask bylaw. You know what I did? I didn't blindly say, okay, like, I guess I'll put on the mask. No, I went to a nearby city. I purposely drove 25 kilometers out of my way to shop in a different city because my city's businesses do not deserve it. Because they haven't said anything. They haven't stood against this tyranny. I drove out to Airdrie. I drove to a different city. And I encourage anyone with the ability, with the power, to do so. Say enough is enough. These businesses will lose money unless they vocally come out against the cities and say, we can't support this anymore. We are losing business. And they should. They should lose business as long as they stay silent in the face of tyranny, in the face of oppression, in the face of censorship and fascism. Because that's really what we're facing nowadays. People don't realize it because they think that fascism is right-wing. Fascism is not right-wing. I know that you're taught that in social studies, but anybody who looks at history, looks at what socialism and fascism teaches, knows that they are exactly the same thing, just with minor, minor tweaks. One of the individuals that founded the Nazi party with Hitler said that Marxism was a slightly corrupted socialism. And of course, Nazism stood for the National Socialist Party. The left, the progressivist movement, doesn't care that our rights are being stripped away. They want them to. They want to take over the police take over our rights and replace them with their own form of morality judgment like they did in Chaz. They want to replace it with a form of evil that doesn't even bear speaking. Because if you disagree with the mentality, you're taken out. 
in the, the far left today, they've started to even burn books. They started to burn Bibles. And people say they don't exist. People say, oh, like opposing them is fascism. You're blinded. You're blinded by your own narrative that you cannot see the truth. It's so sad. I pity you all. I pity you. I wish you would challenge your own narrative, find some research, and do your homework, frankly. But if you come for our rights, you will make me into your enemy. If you come for our freedoms, I will oppose you. And I will take the full brunt of my 13,000 followers and join with me. And we will oppose this tyranny together. We are living in a dark age. Probably the darkest in all of human history. Because people do not know what morality is anymore. They don't realize why human rights are so important. They don't realize why human decency is so important. It's such a depressing time. Which makes all of us only have to fight harder. Stand up, fight harder. And keep on sharing the truth so that no one can live in ignorance, so that the left cannot be ignorant in their own arrogance. Ugh. Arrogance in their own ignorance. Christ came to testify to the truth. He came so that we might live free. Free from sin. Free from oppression. So that we might find victory over the powers of man and the grave. And the powers of man are very strong right now. Even many Christians have been, have succumbed to their power, succumbed to their sweet honeyed words. But I say no. I say no. We put God first, not government. And when government restricts our ability to go to church, restricts our ability to sing, to worship, they tell us, no, you be quiet in your homes, you don't have community, that eliminates the entire point of church. They censor and silence the church, and the church is like, okay, it's all right, it's not a big deal. And then any church that speaks out, they crush them. The one church with known in the United States for, st for speaking out. I forget exactly the name of the church, but it was in California. The day later, the public health authority shut down their coffee shop for apparently not having hot water. How do you have a coffee shop that doesn't sell hot water? 
they'd be out of business anyway. Questionable? Totally. Yet the church should be standing up like the underground churches do in China and all around the world where we are oppressed. Because we're slowly sinking into persecution here. Our governments are persecuting us. And we're saying, oh no, it's okay. I think it's fine. They're not really persecuting us. It's just a small temporary thing. It's not a temporary thing. This is going to be the new normal until 2023. According to Teresa Tam and other government officials. Stop being a sheep. Stop being a coward. Raise your voice and fight. Raise your voice and say enough. I'm going to try and find every opportunity that I can to rally against this madness. And I implore you to join me. Wherever you are. In Canada, in the US. I know I have a few listeners over in the UK and Australia and Brazil as well. I implore you to rise up and fight this madness. Together. We might be the silent majority, but we can no longer afford to be silent. We must be strong. We must be courageous. For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of sound mind. And of power. That's about it. I could go on and rant for ages. But I got plenty of other videos to you watch. If you're on YouTube, like, share, subscribe. Hit that bell. If you're on Facebook, I'm still lagging behind getting those videos updated because we only have like 10 people following us on Facebook. So if you can share that with your friends, then I'll update more videos. On Parlor, we have 13,000 followers. That's great. Let's keep going. Let's keep moving up. Let's keep this sharing. Let's keep the movement going. Canadian conservatives have been silent for so long. Enough, en enough is enough. And then I'm not really on Twitter. Who cares? But that's pretty much today's episode. It's a harsh one. It's one you need to hear. We cannot stand by where the rights of others are taken away, even if we disagree with what they believe in. All right. That's it. Good night. God bless.